Welcome to episode two of Senior Moments with God. I'm Gretchen Jack Fleming, your host, and the goal of this podcast is always to share women's stories, stories about going through life with God. We will celebrate the stories of women as some of us walk precarious paths of old age and work to remain faithful to our Creator. Aging is a precarious path, isn't it? We navigate those obstacles of health issues, maneuver through life with loss of loved ones and precious friends, and deal with those stereotypes about old age around us. Through it all, though, we work hard not to lose our stories, our identity with Jesus. This podcast is to celebrate women's stories of all ages, but also those of us who are aging, and to share them in a way that lifts and encourages others. This morning, I was in a Bible study at our local church for women, and we're studying the book of James. And it says in the beginning, count it all joy. And the leader asks us, what is your it? What do you need to be reminded to count all joy? And many of us wrote down the challenges of aging, especially those with health issues. Other women were writing about their children and the needs that their family members had. So we each have our own it that we work to count joy. And I hope that this podcast helps do that, lifts up our friends and our our just other women so that we can count joy together with our stories. Last week, I shared the story of Tabby Jack in Colorado and how God used her to answer a secret prayer that a wheelbarrow-bound wheelchair-bound woman was praying. She wanted to see the moon once more before she died. And Tabby helped that happen without knowing her secret prayer. This week, I'm blessed to share the story of a dear friend who is by no means old. She's probably, you know, in her mid, mid, middle ages, 30s to 40s. Some of us say that's 50, but very few live to be 100. And she is a dynamic leader in our church and in our local college. Her name, MJ. And for years, MJ was a missionary, giving her heart by serving people in Kenya. After years of serving and loving and sharing, her family had to return to the United States. Oh, sisters, how she has longed to go back to the people she considers family. She was heartbroken to leave. The good news is that MJ was just informed last week that she has an opportunity to return for 10 days to help leaders share God's good news and be trained. And she can't wait. MJ wrote her story to me in the form of a prayer a prayer to her creator. So I warn you, get your tissues out as we feel like we're kind of eavesdropping in on MJ's prayer to God. So I'll give you a moment 
grab a cup of coffee, your Bible, and open your hearts and minds as I share Sweet MJ's story. Dear Heavenly Father, your steadfast love does indeed endure forever. Thank you for loving me from the womb and having a plan for my life. Your love was so evident to me. I was a child with kidney reflux. I had no left eye, but you gave me to parents who loved me well. They took me to church, and I was able to come to know your son, Jesus, at age seven. Your loving hand guided me to Boston as a summer missionary and to the Philippines as a journeyman to tell people about your love. You have gifted me with the ability to learn language quickly and to live in other cultures. You gave me also such a godly man to live and work alongside. Your blessings continued as you gave us three beautiful children, all born in Kenya. The 23 years were a challenging adventure. Thank you for all those opportunities to train and share and become experts in this field. Thank you that our team still shares a face-to-face gospel witness with over 2,000 lost and unreached every year. Thank you, Lord, that our work is not in vain. It is in you. I had my plan, though. I was going to stay in that Mombasa house until I was past retired, even as a personal threat seemed to come and cut our time short. Even then, our steps were ordained, and it obviously wasn't our time to go to heaven yet. Oh, I have to beg your forgiveness, Lord, for my response to not getting my way when all the doors to go back to Kenya kept slamming shut in my face. Thank you for how you forgive and how you redeem my mistakes. I could only see my own will, but you knew in your sovereignty that seven years later, you would give me grandchildren. I can't imagine leaving them now for very long at all. Thank you for your provision for us. When we had no job, we had no home to return to. Our church was the body of Christ to us. They minister to all our needs and have given us a precious daughter-in-law and son-in-law. We continue to pray for a godly life partner for our last child. All in your perfect time. In these last two years, Lord, you have turned my mourning into dancing and my wilderness into worship. That godly gifted husband you gave me, he lives a sold out life for you right in front of me every day. What an example to me. He sets aside every Monday morning for his time to sit at your feet. He's done that in our entire married lives. Thank you for impressing on me this year that I need to do likewise. Thank you for drawing me deeper into an intimate love relationship with you. Help me to grow and become all you want me to be. I just don't know why it's taken me so long to follow your lead. You will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Lastly, Lord, thank you for a ministry where we can serve you 
as a team once again at our new church college plant. Thank you for drawing students to yourself. Thank you for students who share in the gospel with their classmates. Oh Lord, please send revival to our college and may it start with me. Fill me up to overflowing with your love. Lead me to those who don't know your son, Jesus. I know you can draw those fearful faces, those scowling faces, those confused faces, and those grieving faces to you. Thank you for drawing me to yourself, lifting my head and blindsiding me with joy. Those who look to you are radiant and their faces will never be ashamed. What a sweet, sweet prayer MJ shared with her creator and her Lord. And it reminds me so much, ladies, that, you know, when we get together, and I'm so guilty of this, I dwell on the past. And at night, sometimes when I'm having trouble sleeping, I think of all the things I did wrong. And I go through all the fears and the worries. And that's not God's plan. And MJ and I have both shared with each other when we first met one of my favorite verses. And it's from Isaiah 43, verse, it starts in 15. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Wow. Ladies, no matter what our age, we are not to stay in the past. God is calling us. He is doing a new thing in our lives. He is asking that we continue to influence others for him. And sometimes like MJ, our plans are not his plans. He has a better plan. And that's the hardest thing, isn't it? To give up control and trust God. But we know God's plans are the best. And he's making a new way for you and for me because God loves us. If you have a story to share, please do so. Or if you want to be interviewed on phone, I can do that too for you. It's all for God's glory. So please feel free to email me at G as in girl, J Fleming, F-L-E-M-I-N-G at charter.net. I'll be looking forward to sharing your story for God's glory.